This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being, being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. <laughs> True holistic healing leads into wisdom, comfort, support, and the guidance you need to heal. Valeria Telles interviews Coach Portia, a holistic parts work grief transformation coach, founder of Sit, Sip, and Chat, author, and speaker. Coach Portia brings to communities a wealth of healing. Known specifically for her individual and group unburdening meditation sessions, Coach Portia's abundance is linked to her coaching guru, Dr. Guthrie Sayin, a renowned parts work enthusiast who pairs his teaching with the IFS model of Dr. Richard Schwartz. Having sat under such greatness, Coach Portia provides coaching with spirit to many homes, businesses, and communities she has become a part of. Coach Portia is also an author, a loving sister for others, a mother, and mentor of many. She is also married to Dr. T.C. Brantley, relationship trainer. While the two have offices throughout Connecticut, Coach Portia's stable is in the greatest city of Bridgeport, Connecticut, bringing a one-stop shop holistic service of meditation, coaching, counseling, and mentoring side-by-side -side with her husband. Meet Coach Portia at sipsitchat.com. Here's the interview with Coach Portia. In your own words, who is Coach Portia? Coach Portia is an unburdening meditation. Uh, she's full of parts work. She has a key for putting one's dark parts toward the power source, toward light, whatever that is, to each individual. My vision is to put parts in motion because we all have them. Some are not aware of our parts. And my purpose is to habitually align spirituality to, human to humanity. I am service. That's what Coach Portia is. How did you find or uncovered your purpose, Portia? Basically through meditation, a lot of probing into the self And just through meditation, a lot of spiritual growth through that. Yeah. And also with the help of my brother, uh, Percy Gorham, and as well as my amazing guru, Guthrie Sayan, in parts work, I've always done parts, but really strategized 
the way parts are presented to other people. And so I, I allot those, my precious, you know, moments of growth to both my brother as well as my guru, Guthrie, and as well as my own personal spiritual growth with meditation. I often ask the question about how do we have that feeling that we know that we are living on purpose? Do you have some side posts, some insights on that? I really believe the thing that upsets us the most are the things that we could creatively begin to correct Mm. or do things differently in those areas. I would start there. The Mm -hmm. thing that just boils you. Mm, right. And and that's what it is. It's, um, for me, it started with religion um, and how religion really, um, I, I want to sweetly say this, yeah. um, corrupts the inner. Mm. You know, it takes us away from who we truly mm, are. Right. It sort of takes a, a, a distractional purpose mm. rather than going inward. So for me, that level of just touching the base of that, (laughs) that aggravation, you know, one sitting in a pew, but leaving distraught and just as like hurt and and angered and not getting to the answers that they need for themselves. You know, religion often excites us and it's not really our purpose to be excited we we should mm. be purpose driven mm. to live our lives and to live that fully so in parts work and in meditation which is my thing that's how i meet those platforms what is the difference the main difference between religion and spirituality or how do you define spirituality Portia? sure spirituality to me is the door to true living It's a very personal journey of connecting to the source of our true being. Religion more so keeps us living outside of ourselves. It keeps us looking for the speaker to speak to our inner existence. And while growth, of course, happens, you know, we we all sit in a classroom. I really feel like religion and various religions could teach us so much But it's that more in-depth connection to self is what it's what's going to give us our true living, our true healing path for ourselves, thereby opening up abundance. And when we bubble over with abundance within through spirituality, through that connection of the source, then we're full. Our parts begin to even bubble over and our cup then runs over so that we can assist our communities in the avenues of service that we're placed here to do. So talk to me for a moment about the self. What is the self? And do you believe in the two separate parts, the false and the true self? I don't know about a false and a true self. Mm. However, we are as humans, dual beings. Mm. We are dual beings. I believe that as human, the human part of me houses my dual nature. It houses both the human aspect as well as the spiritual parts of me, that divine nature. So the dual nature 
working together in alignment to live on a platform that most think may think does not exist. Do you ever pray or this is a word that you don't use at all? So this is funny that you ask that. My husband, who is a prayer, he just believes in prayer. You know, this prayer, very big, faithful prayer. I'm not a prayer person. I'm more of a praise person. Um, To me, prayer, I know I could speak for myself, is that I don't want to get caught with selfish praying, with a selfish prayer. Um, If my prayer is not aligned to a more peaceful stance for whatever outcome, for the reality of the outcome in this particular life, then I really do not like to join hands in prayer with someone because I don't, I don't really know what they're praying. Meditation, however, to me is, is such a different platform. I'm more so listening through worship than I am ever on a prayer level. And my praise often escorts me into my meditation. So I like to go through with a grateful stance rather than what's needed, selfishly needed for someone in the moment. I don't know if that makes sense. (laughs) It does, yeah, because I have heard that definition for prayer, that prayer is having a conversation or asking and meditation is listening. So there's a big difference there. How do you define healing? Is there a destination for healing portion? Can we say one day that we are finally healed? You know, I believe that is a true statement. To me, healing is the door to true living. The process of healing, however, could be something that could be very intense and for a lifetime. I think as long as we have breath in our bodies, we're ever evolving, we're ever healing our inner parts. So yes, I do believe that we could really truly be healed in many areas and many facets of our lives. We have so many parts. I always think of fingerprints. Everyone has such different fingerprints and everyone's healing process is going to be slightly different than the next, but with sharing, we could allow healing to extend one to another just by sharing our, our personal experiences and not saying that's not the way because everyone's fingerprint is different. There's going to be a different avenue that everyone takes when it comes to healing. But healing is definitely a door to true living, true living in this human and dual being of self. Do you think we can realize or somehow perceive this reality that exists from which or in which we know that we are whole, that there's nothing missing, that there's no even parts anymore, everything disappears and there's just wholeness there, unbroken wholeness. Have you had this insight of this realization portion? Sure. So although we are we are housed with many parts, I love yeah. to use the scripture of 1 Corinthians 12. Most people put that to a body 
of an institution. Mm -hmm. But I like to bring that very sacredly personal to the self. Although our parts are very individual, each part is connected to the divine. It is our experiences through life where the parts get shoved aside or distorted because we're taught to live more human than we are spiritually divine. In my perspective, we are all whole, even though we have so many parts within us. Every part is truly whole. We're divine. The IFS model, and and I may be paraphrasing, says that we're out of alignment. We don't know our specific maybe pattern in life. And with parts, our parts are out of alignment because we haven't taken authority over them to put them into alignment. We are really whole, true beings. We are spirit first, human second. But because we walk this very human life in a very human um, house, so to speak, we tend to live more humanly. But we are definitely whole beings unless you choose the evil one. There is that dark side. The divine. How would you describe that portion? Oh, my God. This is going to be like three hours. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. The divine is, is, I think, on a human level, if we could um, use the word utopia. Yeah. It's just an amazing form of peace that definitely passes all understanding. It is our greatest creativity within. Um, the divine is, is the source to me. It's the all-knowing, the all-powerful, the all-infinite nature of both Mm. human and spirit. Would you replace the word divine with love, unconditional love? Mm. Oh, that is too... (laughs) Breaking down too much. (laughs) Love is an essence of the divine, but divine Mm. is so much more. Right. The divine is so much more. Love is a... a, um, because we're so uh, multifaceted as both human and spirit, love, I believe, is a true uh, key to see who's who. Mm. For instance, if I run into someone who's very kind to me in a moment that is not full of manipulation, that's love. Yeah. Love yeah. is the characteristics of itself. Love is a large portion of the divine, but I believe divine is also working off of something that we don't even know mm-hmm. <laughs> as love. I, I, I often right. say peace, peace is so much greater than love, even though it's a large aspect of love. Right. You know, if someone's given me that peace, like I feel in this moment, this is an atmosphere for love. It's a key. I wonder why we have lost the connection to that spirit, to the divine, to this undescribable space of being. How did did that happen? It goes way back to the ancient biblical times. The distortion of that fruit 
the eating and ingesting of that placed us out of ourselves, out of alignment. And now as humans, it is our job to almost, as they say, put Humpty Dumpty back together. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And we have an individual purpose of that. And a lot of times, you know, I hear people say, I don't know my purpose. Your purpose is to get to know the parts within because only the parts will guide us into that true being Mm. of the divine. There's There's a saying, if I could say it, and I'm probably paraphrasing it, to be spiritually divine is to live fully human. Mm, And a lot of times we get so caught with living outside of the human, it's within where we need to reside. You know, we're, we're so caught up in dressing the outside, (laughs) you know? And so that's, you know, a part of the distortion. It's a part of keeping us away from the divine, keeping us away from the power source, that light, whatever it is to each individual. Mm. It's a distraction. It's a large distraction from ourselves, from the divine. Yeah, and it's very attractive, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah to live <laughs> in such a way, <laughs> pleasing others. That was a tough one for me, learning to embrace myself and others at the same time, holding that space without losing the self for this, not individualized, yeah, we could call that, I call it separated wholeness, really, mm. what this is. It is a challenge uh, sometimes still, and that's interesting to witness that. Sure. And, and, and as parts, right, I would ask you what part is challenging, and then you could get a more specific answer. We would ask the part, what part is challenging, right? Mm. Yeah, I love questions for that reason, because <laughs> it opens up that space for true oh, yeah. seeing, right, portion. I'll be asking that question. My perspective is that everything is part of that, the divine, as you call it. Everything is it. So there's no separation at all. And that's why I don't focus on even those uh, subtle questions about why am I acting or behaving in such a way. I sort of um, dance with that all and I let it, it be, just be what is. Sure. Embrace it all. Embrace it because each acting out has something to share with you. Right. right. It has wisdom. It has knowledge. Yeah. And it has something that it needs to speak out. We always say with parts, you know, it's the part that's present that needs the attention. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. And the challenge might be this uh, grip on fear, the fear of being judged. Oh. But that's yes. because of the separated wholeness piece. <laughs> then mm-hmm. we are all like walking here as if we are alone and we are not so disconnected. And then we, we fear the judgment, the misunderstandings. But it, that's when we realize that there is no one but just the wholeness. <laughs> then everything becomes just a dance, a movement of life, life being life, as I, I usually say. Sure. Could I could I ask you a question about the separated wholeness? Yeah, yeah. What is your perspective of that? Like, what is your meaning of, of separated wholeness? 
exactly what you speak of, what is happening now, like me mm. being here, you there in a different body and everything else that seems to be separated. That's all. It seems it's apparent only, but it's not. It's not true. Sure. It's not real. It is and it's not. That is just the, the paradox too, Portia, because it is and it's not. So the, we are dancing here between the paradoxes. Okay. We cannot really see or perceive wholeness or experience wholeness because we are that. It's yes. not possible to be experienced. Only if we separate ourselves, which we have done. That's interesting. The impossible has happened. <laughs> we separated <laughs> ourselves from wholeness, but we're still whole. <laughs> um, so that's the impossible, really. Um, I usually say that too, because it is, isn't it? This is the impossible happening. It's the beautiful. unknown. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Oh, my God, it is. Oh, I can just go forever. <laughs> it is amazing. I cannot believe that we can talk about it. It amazes me. How can we even talk about this? Because <laughs> we're open. We're open vessels. Yes, right. And we're open, we're open to so much. And that's what it takes. Um, that Whatever we call joy healing, which is uh, this beautiful work of living in peace, with love, that's what it takes, being open to this, this beautiful experience of being and at the same time not being. I have one more question, the warm-up question. Uh, let me ask you this one, the last one. What is true power to you? Woman. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's one of which <laughs> I must agree. <laughs> Power, I believe, is yeah. wisdom. Mm -hmm. Being open to wisdom, which is directly connected to the source, to the divine. Um, true power is living within a divine space, being open to that. And then do, through my dual nature of both human and spirit, aligning those to the power source so that I can help others. That's power. Wow. It's more than influence. It's power. Do you believe in free will, that we have a choice? Uh, of course. You do. Uh, uh, love is a choice. Everything that we do, again, going back to the biblical, ancient biblical times, yeah. everything is a choice in this human nature that we, that we are in, even to allow spirit to be first. I always laugh at how I am more spirit being non-human elements than I am human. Wow. We are more that. spirit yeah. non-human elements than we are human. Yet we live such a human life. That is <laughs> distortion. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. So when so the choice yeah. is to live more spirit, to live more of what we are mm -hmm. than the human. And you know, people get into, oh, you know, you're trying to say you're God, or sure, I'm a large part of him. I am important. And I think that's a part of the, that we've been distorted with. That's a part of the distraction, is that we're not connected to spirit. We are more than human in our spirit essence. 
so true because when we think about thoughts, even everything is coming from thoughts. It's something that we can't see. <laughs> it's the invisible world. Right. Where does it where does it all derive from? It's almost it's almost that create creative word that was spoken, let there be, you know? Let there be. So if we could speak that to ourselves, let there be love in our lives. Let there be wholeness in our lives. Let there be awakening in our lives. We begin to see things on a different level, from a different platform. It's a shift in perspective. So we are, Yes, yeah, indeed. Because we indeed. already hold, we can't change that. But if we don't see that wholeness, then we just spend our entire lives looking for it. Yes, we're always in search. So it is, uh, I don't know why, but to me, it always comes as life is just doing what it does. <laughs> Dancing, it's dance, and there's no, um, no one really making choices here. It really seems like it, that's the paradox. It really feels like we are making choices. Okay, that's a different conversation. <laughs> it might be a different one, a different episode. <laughs> the no choice. <laughs> I'm feeling that resonate in my spirit. And, and, and I definitely want to respect your time. Are we okay on time? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I have a few more questions for you. You too? Are you okay, Portia? Sure, yeah. sure. I want to okay. talk about your work a little bit more. So you are a holistic parts work and grief transformation coach. And let me see. You also the founder in honor of Sit, Sip, and Chat. So <laughs> the question that I have for you is, how would you describe what it's like to work with you to go through the session? I know you have, you sent me a link which has a, the Sit, Sip, and Chat Seeds classes. Yes. Yeah, so yes. talk to me about the process. So Sit, Sip, and Chat is ac actually an acronym for meditation that I use in my business. What I specialize is in parts work. And I do a lot of unburdening meditation through parts work so that grief and other portions of trauma that people experience can no longer do their jobs. We unburden parts from working so hard on our behalf. So that's That's basically the, the key. Sit, sip, and chat seeds is more so a classroom. There's like, I believe, seven sessions of basically going into parts and what parts are. And because people always ask me, I don't have parts, you know, what is it? And I always refer them to the classroom. Um, some people that sit before me, I usually start with, you know, very much coaching, you know, the agreements and agenda. And, and then we go into meditation and then we go into some forms of parts work. So to sit before me, it's a lot of work for the client. Um, and it's for those that really want to unburden, get to know themselves better. The work is to purposefully align residue to spirit. What is residue? What is residue? The residue are the parts within us that house little to no light. So the parts that may be full of trauma, the parts that may experience sadness. We look at these parts to obtain their wisdom. We put the, 
the client close to those parts. We we want you to get to know that. Almost as you say, dancing in the moment with the part. We accept these amazing parts, whether it's, you know, some people say, oh my God, my, my parts are so demonic. There is no part unless you're given to that, that is demonic. All parts are whole and they are full of light, even though as humans, we may have buried them into darkness. So we pull those parts out part by part And we allow those parts to sit and dance with us in the moment, allowing those parts to experience some light, some shade. And sometimes Mm -hmm. parts are like, it's too much light, you know? (laughs) Yes, I can imagine. (laughs) And so we, you know, we give it a covering and and we allow the part to, to dance how it will. And before the unburdening, we ask the parts for their wisdom. The parts know us better than we know ourselves. It's almost like a parent to child. The parent has been watching the child for so long and it knows the habits. A good parent knows the habits. It knows when the child is lying. It knows when the child's resistant, yet is ever growing with that child. So our parts are pretty much as that. They've been with us before we've come to know ourselves. You know, most of the times we know ourselves at ages three or more, but what have we been doing during this empty space and time where we're we're not even knowing that we're in our human bodies? Our parts have known us from the beginning and they're very divine. So so it's that, it's sitting and, and, and healing the parts, thereby healing the person, teaching authority because we own our parts Just as God owns the universe, we own our parts and parts are a choice whether to sit with the parts or not to sit with them. And most people, unfortunately, choose not to go into such an in-depth with themselves. But to, to learn of self, we have to sit with our parts. And this is the avenue. Yeah, that's fascinating the way you say about, um, yeah, before we realized that we were in a human body and we were identified with a name and all that, the parts, as you call it, was already doing what it does. Life being yes. itself, just moving. Sure. I have um, I have very young cousins, second yeah. cousins by my cousins. And sometimes I look at the children and the things that they're doing and saying, <laughs> yeah. and I often wonder, do you even know that you're here yet? <laughs> yeah, <know>? right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's um, that would be wonderful to let children just be what they are. Yes. Uh, it's more of the spirit in a human body. Yes. You not program them in a way that... Now that they're holding on to small parts of themselves, you know, that don't serve them. Right. Thank you for doing that. Thank you so much, Borsha. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Would you like to add anything that we didn't touch, that we didn't discuss? I just want to say thank you. Just thank you for the conversation. Thank you for the openness. Because it's not often that we could speak on this level and someone says, oh, my God, what are you guys talking about? Is (laughs) this Like, what are you practicing? You know, (laughs) so I appreciate, (laughs) I really appreciate, you know, the conversation with you. I thank you so much for your time and for your seeking me out. I really, really 
appreciate you. Thank you, Portia, for being you, uncovering more of what we are, life. What is success to you these days? How do you dance around that word? Everything goes back to divine with me. If I'm at, at a peaceful nature, living my personal purpose, for me, that is success. So I could truly say, although I have not touched millions, <laughs> that I am successful. I know my purpose, um, ever evolving in that purpose, but I know my purpose. I know that I am unburdening meditation. I know that I'm service. Um, so success to me is, is not, you know, more with, with the work that I have as a, you know, nine to five as a paralegal job, but it's more with the larger part of me spirit. If I'm at peace in most of my parts, then I'm successful. I can provide that to my community. That's success to me. What was the hardest lesson to learn about yourself in life, Portia, as of today? Oh, my goodness. Accepting the rebel in me, yeah. accepting my truth, accepting that not everyone is going to accept my path. Those have been some tough levels for me to conquer and to accomplish and to say, these are not my parts that think the way they do toward what my service is. My service is divine. And if no one else ever touches it, I know that I'm living my purpose. And what is another word for healing? Another word for healing. Good question. Oh, my. I'm asking myself as though I'm coaching. If there was an image or a phrase <laughs> to yeah. put to healing, what would that be? Healing. Another word for healing, I believe, is soaring. Being able to soar on so many levels. There's, there's so many levels to, to yet go. There's one facet of healing that yet leads to other portions and depths. There's, uh, as we say in the streets, there's levels to this, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, there's levels to this. So I would say soaring, ever soaring. And before we say goodbye, I wanted to thank you again for your beautiful presence, this oh, commitment you. to healing yourself and others and everything else in between that can be felt, Porsche, or could be felt throughout our conversation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you as well. And before we say goodbye, where can we find more information about you, your work, services, and future projects? Sure. You could visit me. I am on Psychology Today as one of the very few coaches. The number there is 203-350-6. 779 or you could link to me there Portia coach Portia that's P O R T I A Gorham Brantley that's G O R H A M and Brantley is B R A N T L E Y you could also reach me on many of the platforms just look me up with the same name Portia Gorham Brantley Facebook Instagram as coach Portia and uh, some of the other other platforms. I also have a website, which is where many people link to me, and it is www.sitsip, 
sitechat.com. That's S-I-T as in Tom, S-I-P as in Paul, C-H-A-T as in Tom.com. Listening to you when you're talking about giving the website address, it was almost like a meditation in itself. <laughs> I was like, yeah, seriously, the way, yeah, your voice and, um, yeah, isn't that interesting? That is interesting. Well, I do a lot of, I do a lot of unburdening group and individual meditation, so maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fascinating how it can be felt, everything, when we are not just in the moment, but become the moment. And then we're like, yes. wow, this is, it's here now and it's in my body, mind, everywhere. It's amazing. So thank you so much again and we'll talk soon. We'll stay thank in touch. Thank you so much, indeed. Bye for now. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Coach Portia and her work, please visit sit, sip, chat.com To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org/podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now. <laughs>